to episode seven of Live It or Waste It. I am David Guggenheim. And I'm Dave Wine, and this is the show about getting the most out of your life. If you're in process of changing your life and you're seeking a community of like-minded people looking for tips and strategies to make your new life stick, then this is the show to follow. Join us on this journey of remaking our lives the way we want with the help of the Live It or Waste It community. It's very exciting to have the show out there to people now and to share what's going on with our lives and getting feedback from other people and their experience with it. Um, Our word of the week is... Kindness. You know, this, I love this one. Dave, you came up with this one, and I absolutely love it because this world needs more kindness, and especially uh, coming to this as a parent, teaching kindness to my children while expressing it to them and expecting it from them is a real valuable skill and tool to get through life. David, I love it. You know, um, it's really important, especially in this time of chaos, um, that we try to go out of our way to be kind to everyone we teach kindness to those who look up to us. And I, I chose this word because I just feel like this is something that I have been trying to focus on throughout this journey I make it a point to say hello and good morning to people on the street I make it a point to strike up conversations when I even when I get into uh, uber because I think that small acts of kindness go a long way and we just need more of that we need more people focused on helping others instead of trying to tear other people down and I'll get off my soapbox now I absolutely agree. If Listen, living it or wasting it. Are you going to live it in kindness or are you going to live it in anger, frustration, greed, jealousy, and other things? Kindness is a, is a very great space to be in. And I think that what you're getting to is how our lifestyle has been impacted since starting this show. How, how have you been, been going um, in, in this, in this process. There has been a real focus since coming back from the uh, podcast convention. And it's just been amazing, uh, being able to use all the stuff that, uh, knowledge that we were able to gain while we were at that convention. Um, of course there's been some struggles. It's, it's hard to be disciplined all the time. I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I'm just mentally exhausted you have to recognize that sometimes you're just not going to get everything done you need to get done. It's, it's a tough thing to, to accept without uh, stressing myself out like I did before. I'm recognizing uh, my red zones a lot better, and I'm able to walk away when I feel you know, that stress coming on. You know, it's interesting that you use the word recognize because I think it's so important and it's what I've been struggling with to recognize and be mindful of 
the things that I am in the habit of doing mindlessly and that I'm trying to be more mindful of. And in the last episode, this episode is a companion piece to our previous episode that dealt with diet and exercise. And we're going to get a little bit deeper into the types of eating that might be more fruitful, to use a food term. And so I have struggled to recognize my poor eating habits. To be honest, I was fleeing a hurricane here in southern Florida, and it, it got me off my game and, you know, I was eating a lot of cruddy food from from fast food joints on the road because we, we drove, you know, many hundreds of miles away to flee this very large, threatening, dangerous storm. And it does make you contemplate your life, contemplate your existence, contemplate, uh, you know, everything that you have and that can be taken away. You know, if the forecasts were incorrect, it could have taken away our home and our lives. And also, there's really a lot that we just aren't in control of, and we have to accept that. Yeah. And sometimes, sometimes you have to get out of the way. That's right. You have to get out of the way. And that's, and even though the, the storm thankfully didn't hit my area too hard, where we are located, we're far enough inland, we had made the decision days prior to get, get the hell out of Dodge. And we, we, this is sort of a long-winded way of saying, I ate, I had soda. <laughs> When I was when I was fleeing, when I was evacuating, I was I was partaking in soda because I wasn't recognizing it. I wasn't being mindful of it. I I could have made other choices, but I wasn't recognizing that I was making the choice until preparing for the show. I'm like, God, I'm not supposed to be drinking, you know. And generally, I do this by not buying it, not bringing it into the home. And my wife is pretty much in the same boat as she doesn't really buy it and and drink it in the home. But we weren't in the home and we were eating food that was quick and easy because we're driving so many hundred miles. It, It doesn't feel great when you set a goal and you don't meet it. And especially if you're just like, I'm evacuating. I'm, you know, my mind was you know, on my son throwing up in the back of the car and, you know, being car sick, not what should I be doing to take care of myself? I think this is an example of, you know, you have a certain way of doing things and you're trying to learn a different way of doing things, but you haven't done that yet. You haven't gotten to the point where you've changed your mindset about this particular thing of eating. And so when your mind is on something else, you just go back to your muscle memory. I'm hitting that button, you know, and I'll tell you this when, you know, those vending, the soda vending machines where you could select not only your soda, but your flavor in the soda. And the thought of getting a vanilla Coke is captivating, captivating to me. And I see that machine. I'm like, Without even thinking about it, giving myself a vanilla Coke. And so you're right. The muscle memory of eating in a certain way is really, really embedded in you. And when I'm off my game, 
then the soda was being consumed without a lot of thought. So uh, I'm going to be more mindful going forward. What uh, And I'm, I'm back on my unsweet iced tea, which uh, I, I really like and uh, seems to be pretty good. Well, you know, David, it, it's, it's okay if you fall off. As long as you get back up, that's all life is about. You know, if you go on against what you had planned to do, you just have to figure out what can I learn from this situation. And in this particular case, you just you were scrambling to get out of there. You didn't prepare ahead. Oh, what, we, what are we going to have to eat? You just went with convenience. And in that particular case, I can kind of understand. I think that if you had been eating for a long time different foods, you probably wouldn't have thought about going to a fast food restaurant. You would have been like, hey, where can we get some quality food well i listen i i don't know if you ever if you're fleeing a hurricane whether you're going to get healthy food you 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 have to subsist you have to get it going every minute you're off the road is a minute longer you're going to be in that car and listen and, and here's something that my wife had mentioned to me and she's like if you're talking about food and you're talking about consuming food Make sure you're not shaming people for the way that they eat. And I think that is a real important uh, cautionary advise, advisory uh, because we have to find ways of motivating ourselves and changing our behavior that are built on kindness, not only to other people, but to ourselves respect, understanding, um, and a litany of other things. Uh, and just because I'm giving up soda doesn't mean that that's your thing that you need to give up right at this moment in time. Uh, maybe your thing is something different and maybe something that is less ingrained in behavior. You know, if you're someone that drinks soda every day, sure giving it up will be a more major thing than me because I, I don't have it every day. But maybe start out with something smaller that you have uh, less frequently so you could have a quick win in there and, and get and start getting into the mindset of altering the way you eat to help your body be more healthy. So I, I just wanted to put that out there. That's, that's good. I'm glad you said that, David. And, and also understand that, you know, the reason why David and I are working on changing our diets is really what this show is about. It's, it's about optimizing our lives. You know, it's, it's, not a, it's not a vanity thing. We're not doing it because we want to be able to take our shirts off at the pool, although that is nice to uh, do that and not feel... Um, self-conscious but the real reason is because we want a long and fruitful life we don't want to be in pain we don't want to feel depressed we don't want to feel uh, sick we don't want to have to have surgery we're trying to avoid all these things just understand that we're just trying to find food that is going to give us nutrition and that's going to satisfy us physically and it's going to taste good so and emotionally and emotionally 
you know, because food is a very emotion, emotional pastime. Sure it is. And, yeah. and there's certain foods that affect your mood and your state of mind, state of being. And it also obviously affects your physical. So I realized the only way I'm going to figure out which diet is appropriate for me is through experimenting. Well, you know, this is one of the things that I've really taken away from what you've been talking about, Dave. I am not keto. I eat pizza, I, I pasta. I Listen, I have the constraints of what are my kids going to eat. Finding items that they'll actually consume and not have a tantrum over is sometimes uh, a major challenge. But the thought of reducing sugar intake and staying away from CRAP that gives you no nutritional value, that is purely an emotional consumption, is something that I'm being, again, more and more cognizant of this is something that's not good for me. I'm not preaching on a high horse here. I, 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 there's a lot of stuff in my diet that is not great. But I think being, and, and again, here's a theme, it's just being aware of what you're consuming, giving yourself the ability to make choices. And I think that is the powerful thing that we're talking about here, is we're giving ourselves the ability to make a conscious decision of what we put in our body. You know, none of this is easy. And through this, I learned so much about food and how it's processed before it's sold to us, how it's processed in our bodies, and it's changed the way I look at food. And all I know is that when I ate the right foods, I felt good. I felt great. That's it. I had energy. I woke up in a good mood, ready to take on the day. And my body was healing itself once I started to consistently eat the right foods. And I think that things like keto and or, or, or vegetarian or even a carnivore diet, these things are very deliberate. But here's the thing that I'm, and I think we spoke about this last time, don't do keto for six months and then lose the weight and get all the benefits of it and then say, okay, I'm done with my diet. I'm going to move on. It's like, no, change the lifestyle that you're eating. And if you invest six months into something, maybe, you know, modify it for your particular situation, your particular body, what, what you and if you're working with a nutritionist or with your doctor, hopefully your doctor has been educated in these sorts of things because food is so important to our health. Now, David, I know you're struggling with your diet. And if I was to give you advice, it would be to start slowly with getting rid of as much processed food in your diet. Which, you know, unfortunately includes your pastas, your breads, cakes, cookies, fried foods, obviously. These things are all delicious. I love them. But the reality is, is that they're terrible for our mind and our body. Even the vegan versions, they're not good for you either. So don't think because you're eating a vegan donut that you're doing something healthy. Please leave comments about your diet and exercise habits at the Live It or Waste It Facebook page. Uh, we want to know the things that have worked for you, things that you struggle with, 
what you'd like us to talk about, any suggestions that you might have, we'd love for you to interact with us on the Facebook page. Uh, Remember to subscribe and share this podcast. Subscribe. Hopefully you've already done that. But sharing it, have you shared it with a friend? Have you shared it with uh, several friends? Uh, It's critically important uh, for this show to grow organically. Uh, That's the way we want to do it. Uh, If you want to reach out to me directly, you could hit me up at David Guggenheim. That's D-A-V-I-D. G-U-G-G-E-N-H-E-I-M uh, LinkedIn and Facebook you can get me at David C as a cat Guggenheim or online uh, at my website someonetalkmedia.com now go out there and live it don't waste it peace and love <laughs>